Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode one of the StarCraft RPG Task Force Echo. It's an actual play series using the uh, using the um, fan-made StarCraft RPG system created by Leo Vont, whom you, which you can find over at leovontgamedesign.com, I believe. Um, uh, so if you want to follow along or play your own campaign in the StarCraft universe, please feel free to go there and check out his stuff. We find it to be perfectly cool and serviceable. Uh, <laughs> I'm John, the executive producer here at Financial Films, and I now turn it over to our GM for this campaign, William. Hi, I'm William. I am currently sick. It's the worst time to be sick, because I have to start the episode one of a campaign that I'm DMing. So, I'm afraid you'll have to forgive me if I can't deliver all of my lines with as much gravitas as I intended. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> I'm going to request that all of my players try not to talk over me so that I can be heard. Uh, I will introduce our players now, starting with Cody. Hi, I'm Cody. Uh, Don't introduce your character name yet. I'll cover you. Yep. And Jeremy. Hi, I'm Jeremy. And Jack. Hey, this is Jack. And John. As I said previously, I'm John. And Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron. <clears throat> All right. Oh, before my voice deteriorates any further, let's get right into it. So, each of you find yourself in a dark room. Uh, and I will leave the Zerg and the Protoss out of this for right now. So, so three of you find yourselves in a dark room. <laughs> uh, there is a single... You, you find yourselves in a black... Uh, in a black uh, unlit room and there is a single uh, spotlight in the center which illuminates not only a single table but also the two figures standing at it. One is a very clean-shaven, probably young to middle-aged man with short uh, cropped black hair uh, and the other is a female um, <clears throat> uh, very angular face uh, her black hair is kept in a very, a very neat ponytail, and she wears um, uh, very th- uh, top-rimmed glasses, uh, wearing a scientist garb. The man is wearing the garb of the Dominion Navy, which is a very uh, clean-pressed black and gold-trimmed suit. <clears throat> uh, and the man speaks. Greetings. My name is, uh, is Matthew Horner. Some of you may know me as Admiral Horner, commander of the Dominion Fleet. When your name is called, please step forward. Yeah. Oswald Ridley, emotion pilot and explorer. Step forward. What do you look sure. like? Uh, <clears throat> he uh, is wearing a uh, long sleeve, uh, some relatively thicker pants. Uh, he has a vest. Um, and a mask covering the bottom portion of his face. Uh, he's probably about five six, five seven, and medium build, the darker hair. Um, just most of him. Most of him is covered up, and he's got just pouches everywhere on his belt and on his vest. And um, most, the the vests and the uh, pants are camouflaged, but. Uh, yeah, he's got some some hiking boots on too. All right, and you you say, sir? Uh, yeah. I'll, is there a reason I'm here? You'll be informed of that in just a moment. Ava Sweet, Umogen ethics officer and medic. Ava will step forward. 
she is a tall woman, um, sharply dressed, um, clothing that looks very professional <clears throat> quality. Um, her hair is well kept and about shoulder length. Um, and she holds herself with an air of confidence that would seem like superiority from someone else, but matched with her general features, it comes off more like a sort of unwarranted arrogance towards none of the people around her. Oh, and Stefan Nezovic, Dominion agent and investigator. So yeah, Stefan steps forward. He's not a, not not particularly tall. He's maybe five eleven. Um, doesn't cut a particularly imposing uh, a figure. He has sort of the uh, you might consider it almost an arist- aristocratic bone structure. Um, he's got sort of a steely blacks with just a hint of going gray way, way, way too early. Cause he's probably in his uh, mid twenties, um, uh, shortcut, uh, clothes are very simple, but very well made. Um, uh, has sort of, there, there's a hint of something not necessarily military in his posture because it's not that, but there is a, um, I can't think of the discipline level of discipline in his posture. And he has very, <laughs> just a very mild, unassuming, uh, smile on his face. And he steps forward, sir. All right. Exactly. I'm sorry, sir. It is Knezovic. Knezovic. Thank you. All right. Each of you, welcome aboard the battlecruiser Hyperion, flagship of the Dominion fleet. Each of you has been assigned to take part in what we are we are tentatively calling Project Unity. All right, I am I am Admiral Matt Horner, and I will be your primary contact along with my colleague, Doctor Ariel Hansen. Uh, the the female speaks up. Yes, um, my role uh, will be primary science officer of the Project Unity. I will be collating your findings and gathering and uh, inspecting any information that you provide, whereas Admiral Horner will be directing you on missions. You have each been selected because of your unique skill set and exemplary service to your individual nations. Uh and he, as he presses a button, the room lights up a little bit. It's still very dimly lit, but you can see what appear to be three different monitors that are hanging just behind the two of them. <clears throat> now, Project Unity is, as it sounds, a multinational organization and will be formed of members not only of the Umotion Protectorate, but also the Dominion and several other nations of the Capru sector. This is... This comes with the full backing of Emperor Valerian Mengsk, and the center and the center um, monitor pushes forward into view, and the screen is lit, and you can see the very clean cut, very elegant face of the Emperor of the Dominion. 
Valerian Mengsk. His hair is very short, kept blonde, with a sort of medium-length ponytail at the back, and he wears very regal, very elegant officer's garb. It's uh, all uh, tinted red with golden trimming, and he has <clears throat> very large officer's pauldrons on both sides. And uh, He speaks up. Thank you, each of you, for electing to, well, for cooperating with our directive in Project Unity. Each of you has been selected because the Dominion and your and the Emotion Protectorate have utmost confidence in your abilities. You'll be performing a galactic peacekeeping role, should I say. You will be acting as the vanguard of all nations of the Caprulu sector uh, in keeping peace and ensuring that the stability of the galaxy remains as it is now. <clears throat> you will be performing as, as a Black Ops unit. You will go where the governments of the, of the Caprulu sector cannot. You will act with authority we cannot provide. And you will perform with your own directive and initiative. Now, I did say every nation of the Caprulu sector. This is not just, an un- this is not just a Terran undertaking. And uh, the second monitor on the far right moves into view. And this is the first, this is not the first time that the Emotions have seen a Protoss. <clears throat> But he does look very different from most Protoss that you've seen. And this is the first time that Stefan has seen a Protoss in person. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of the, the typical, very smooth and angular features that most Protoss are described as having, this Protoss has very rough, very hard, very hard uh, chiseled features. And what appears to be a beard made out of some sort of naturally grown crystal out of, his, out of what would be his chin. Yes. <clears throat> My name is Faye Smith Carax, and I am acting as the Protoss representative of Project Unity. The Protoss are here to extend their own uh, branch to this peacekeeping effort and wish to provide their full support. <clears throat> and to that end, we have provided one of our own. Coronix, please step forward. So Coronix will meld out of the shadows. He's got uh, a hood over his uh, his head, um, no facial features, just a pair of very piercing, glowing green eyes, kind of looking at all of you out from underneath the, uh, the rim of his hood. Um, he's obviously wearing some level of armor uh, underneath, but most of his, his body is uh, swathed in uh, flowing cloth of some sort. Uh, fairly rough, uh, loose weave. And he simply inclines his head. I am Koronix of the Nerezim. Koronix will serve as an, as an ally in all of your efforts and will serve as the hand of the Templar, of, uh, will serve as the hand of the Dalam in, the, in your task force. But a third voice in chimes from the leftmost, uh, uh, from the leftmost uh, monitor. When they said that this was a task undertaken by all races, they meant that. Oh, sorry, I almost, I almost forgot to bring Stefan in. <laughs> sorry. And stepping into, and the, the, the third monitor comes into view, and the sight of this individual makes all of, makes all of the Terrans gag just a little bit. What was once a Terran is now something different. There is flowing, sinuous muscle and powerful 
flesh and chitin that has adorned the leftmost half of this once Terran individual who wears what looks to be a UED officer's cap. His face is partially melted with the Terran infestation and his eyes are a constant orange glow. My name is Alexei Stukov and I serve as the Zerg agent in Project Unity. Even the Zerg have a part in keeping galactic peace, especially with the new Overqueen Zagara's directive. Now, we too have an ally to provide you, but I shall allow his pack leader to introduce him. <clears throat> and where Stukov was monstrous in a sort of mutated Terran way, this next figure that steps into view is absolutely inhuman. He is a tall, um, arched, hunter-like figure. His face is a, is a ridge of, of plates, and where he has what appears to be a clacking jaw of teeth, he also has a pair of mandibles, one of which is broken in half. <clears throat> where it looks like the creature once had four arms, now only two remain. One of the larger arms and one of the smaller arms that make up the two sets of arms that were part of this creature's body have been torn, have been torn asunder. The creature speaks with an almost methodical uh, pace. I am Dehaka, leader of Primal Pack. I represent Primal Zerg in Swarm. I gift you with a powerful ally fang step forth so from a spot none of you realized existed in the room uh a what at what at first glance could be mistaken for a wolf steps forward um only it is the wrong color um, in place of fur it has rippling muscle and chitinous uh, hide in place of jowls, it just has more teeth. Um, and in place of claws, it has razor-like scythe, scything talons uh, on all four paws. Also, it's roughly the size of a uh, a short human. Um, it is much bigger than any wolf ever will, ever could be, and sort of primally terrifying. Fang, these are your new pack. They will lead you to essence. Grow, assist, become more. You, Fang's new pack, lead Fang to essence. Fang will collect. Fang will become more. Fang will assist. And Dehaka steps back out of you. There's a slight arch of the brow and nothing else. As the Hakas... Cornix's uh, long fingers just sort of <clears throat> tense into fists momentarily and then relax very Feng, slightly. Feng looks pointedly at the Protoss. As, as the Hakas' unique speech pattern is not necessarily the easiest to understand... Fang will serve as an ally. You are now Fang's pack. It will protect you as if you were Zerg. Now, you should lead Fang on your missions to more essence, to more biological mass. As it consumes, it will grow. It will become more. This is the unique power of the primal Zerg. 
Not something that we, not something that the swarm offers lightly. Now, Matt Horner says, now that you've all been gathered, I now introduce you to your crewmates in Task Force Echo. You are replacing the former Task Force Echo, which went missing some time ago. And unfortunately, we have no information as to their current whereabouts. But for your first mission, you will be finding their ship. We've located what we found where the missing ship of Task Force Echo was. The a Griffin class uh, stealth carrier. As he hits a button on the table and a image of the ship, which is a very sleek, elegant uh, design. Uh, very forward-facing, almost like if you've ever played Star Fox, almost like the Great Fox, but much shorter, not as tall. Um, and it's very long and sleek design. Griffin-class cruiser designed after one of our top Dominion scientists' uh, creations, the Griffin. And it was recently found on uh, on um, Jupiter Station, a, a large... Uh, orbiting station around a gas giant which is located in uh, sectors near Marsara. It appears to have come into the it appears to have come into the uh shall we say possession of a scavenging and parts dealing gang known as the Junkers. Our our dropship will take you to the station and it'll be your and it'll be your task from there to locate the Junkers hideout and reclaim and reclaim the Nocturna, which was the original, which was the initial name of Task Force Echo Ship. You're free to rename it however you desire. Task Force Whiskey is also in the location and has been assigned to assist if they are able. I would not rely on their help, however. Now, dismissed. Head down to the head down to the hangar bay to meet your to meet your dropship pilot and get going. A <clears throat> uh, quick question. Yes. If you don't mind. Why should we not rely on that source whiskey? Task Force Whiskey is a busy group. They handle a lot of our much more upfront and aggressive tasks, and they may be busy with their own work too much huh. to assist. Okay. If they are if they are, if they are able to assist, they will. But don't count on it. <clears throat> so so if we find that ship, we get to fly it? Yep, the ship will be yours, and and I will and I will deliver to you future missions from within the grip from within the Nocturna's com room. Shit, count me in. All right, you're all dismissed. Get going, but good hunting. Adun Toridas, and Coronix will turn and walk out. And Taro Tassadar, give a I... nod, turn to head out. Hogan head out, yeah. Yeah, I'll pick up my rifle and go. I will pad after them quietly. All right. And you guys will notice that when Koronix speaks, he doesn't have any sort of uh, uh, oral or nasal cavities. He's just got a flat feature, featureless face, but you hear his voice in your head every time that he says something. Protoss have an interesting way of talking because it's also localized. It's, yes. it's 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 psychic but localized, so you can hear directionality and distance. Yep. 
we're, they can we're also, very they can nuanced also, in that way. They can also whisper. They can narrow their field of view. They can narrow their field of speech to one target if they need to. Which is exactly what he's doing next. And he'll glance down at Fang and just say, How much do you understand? Uh, you don't understand that at all. I mean, he understands other people's language. He just can't understand spe- uh, like full complex thoughts and ideas. Yeah, you, you get the idea that the Protoss is inquisitive as to how sentient you are, yeah. which as of right now is not very. No. <clears throat> um, it'll cock its head at you. Gornix will nod and keep walking towards wherever their transport, uh, wherever their transports are. And there are there are a pair of marines who will guide you to the to the hangar bay once you're out of the room. Uh, and okay. you are escorted onto a dropship, which then takes off and makes its way along to uh, Jupiter Station. So. I've... <clears throat> I say I find the I find the warmest closest to the engine spot on the dropship and lay down. Uh, as as you're taking off, um, the 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 pilot says over the comms, "All right, this is going to be a little bit of a long ride, so feel free to sit down and make yourselves comfortable." Thank you. <clears throat> so, Coronix, over the course of this journey. The uh, the pilot is playing some form of Terran music. You're not really familiar with, with most forms of Terran music. It's not anything like the, the melodious tones that Protoss create when they form, when they form music. Mm-hmm. It's very much very uh, artificial, very... Um, synthesized. Very, very synthesized. Very, however, it feels very powerful. It's very inspiring, which is something that you've probably come to expect of the Terran race at this point. Mm-hmm. You're not really sure how you feel about it because you haven't experienced a whole lot of it. The rest is it of more you, is it more electronic or is it instrumental like it's more instrumental okay um the rest of you you know exactly how you feel about this music because this woman is playing the greatest hits of Leonard Skinner at full blast and number one on the track is Freebird ugh <laughs> 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 uh. It's all just noise to me. Yeah, to, to Fang, it's just this box makes a lot of noise. <laughs> but it's well, a warm box. Yeah, Stefan just chuckles to himself a little bit and, and busies himself with watching the group for now. All right. Anyone have um, anything to do on the journey? Until <laughs> anyone starts a conversation. No, I'm, I am sitting in where, like I said, wherever the warmest spot on the ship is. Near um, the back. Where the yeah. Which is, which, which may or may not be within sight of the rest of the group. It is. The dropship is pretty small. <clears throat> Coronix will lean forward and address everybody. I am here to observe, to assist, to learn. What are your purposes? Anyone respond? Ava will consider for a moment and... My purpose was, I suppose, part of my introduction. I am here as someone studied in, I suppose, 
what we would hope to be. And as someone who can offer more practical skills in the form of patching up injured. I was out looking for a job and approached for a, for a piloting gig. I uh, wasn't quite sure what I was getting into now that I think about it. May have been a little little drunk, but hey, if I get to fly that ship, that's fine with me. I mean, there are worse ways to fall into a job, right? Yeah, at least this one was semi-voluntary. <clears throat> I'm simply here to help however I can. Whatever that may entail. That's awfully vague. And all of you pick up on that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I assumed that was the, that that was that was obvious, but <laughs> very well then. The medic, yeah, Protoss asks, "What can you do?" Gets medic, pilot, something. <laughs> Whatever you need me to be. <laughs> uh, pretty much. All I know is that these flesh bags talk a lot. <laughs> and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Cockpits. You got into the cockpit with the with the pilot. Yeah. There's an empty seat. I'll take a. I'll take a yeah. Seat next there, there's a co-pilot seat. Brown. I'll sit there and get myself acquainted with the controls. Not touching anything. <laughs> I haven't driven one of these. Well, it's not that different from your average, uh, well, you know, terrestrial uh, aircraft, but a uh, little bit more kick to it. Yeah. Same controls as a puddle jumper. Yep. Just a much better puddle jumper, I guess. Yeah. Okay. All right. We should be pulling in in a few hours, and the hours fly by um, with... Relative silence. The group of you still aren't super familiar with each other. Um, but eventually you do find yourselves landing on the spaceport of a very large, uh, very uh, cluttered space station. <clears throat> uh, and you you are let off the dropship in the spaceport and the, uh, the, the, the pilot um, points out you may want to figure out how to uh, transport that Zerg a little bit more discreetly, because the Zerg might be officially neutral with the rest of the races, but uh, a lot of Terrans still remember their worlds being eaten. That's a good point. Well, any suggestions? And uh, you too, Protoss buddy. A lot of us still remember our worlds getting glassed. I um, I've already slipped off the dropship. <laughs> Well, I think we would have noticed a, a wolf, probably my size, because I'm only 5'6". <laughs> I don't know, I rolled an 11 on my stealth check, so whatever that means. I mean, you are directly in view of us. 
Yep. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I wasn't, like I wasn't, stealthing, I wasn't stealthy against you guys. I was stealthy against anybody watching the dropship. Like, he, he leaves quietly, but you do notice him leaving. It has no gender. <laughs> him, him can be gender neutral. Come now. <laughs> you do notice it leaving. So, yeah, Oswald just whistle and go, hey, where the hell do you think you're going? I don't recognize any of those uh, sounds, so. Uh, you are muted, Aaron. I whistled, too. You're muted in Discord. Um, Sorry, I'm trying to fiddle with my mic sensitivity because <clears throat> it's apparently really high right now. Um, <laughs> Ava will sort of look back and forth between a uh, fang. I mean, I'm already off the ship, but yeah. I don't uh, know if I heard you're, that. You're, you're just down the ramp, so you did hear that. Yeah, so I'll stop and look back over my shoulder. Ava uh, will, like, give a little, like, beckoning motion. Wait? Tilt the head. I mean, you, I get s- the, you, you get the gist of it. Do I smell anything particularly delicious? I mean, this is a fairly empty portion of the spaceport because they didn't want to attract too much attention with your landing, so no, there's only machinery around here. Yep. Cornish is going to cast an eye over the the surroundings then, see if there are any shipping crates or... Uh, Also, Cornix, it dawns on you that Mm -hmm. as you are the psychic in the group, Mm -hmm. you probably have the best time communicating with Fang. Yep. Because you can can give ideas rather than language. Mm Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's going to tight beam to Fang. <coughs> Stop. Return. Uh, Fang, like, as, a th- as an image or as words? As a concept. Okay. Uh, yeah, Fang will then turn around and, and trot back up the, the ramp. Well, that's solved. Um, and Cornix is going to temporarily. crouch I mean, down and Extend a hand to Fang, open palm, so that Fang can get a good scent. Mm-hmm. I'll look at it, sniff, sniff. I've got and you. Then, like I, I've, right. I've had your scent for the past few hours. <laughs> right. And then, well, but then, and then he's just going to project the concept. Remember. Okay. <laughs> remember, right. remember that scent is basically what you've just been told. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, does Cornix see any sort of like cargo transit? Basically, the the Jupiter Station version of a flatbed trailer with a shipping crate on it. Yeah, there's there's a there's a cargo unloading and loading truck that's currently abandoned uh, next to the next to the landing next to the landing dock. He'll just point a finger at it silently, waiting for somebody to notice. <laughs> Yeah, I just pointed out. Uh, no, communicator info is something that you will have to link up with each other and synchronize because they're just general use communicators. You'll have to pick a frequency. Ah, okay. 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 Well, perhaps that's something we should do. No, it's Ava um, would absolutely know this. I don't. Yes, <laughs> yes exactly. That's so, I had so assumed. You let, every, the... you let everyone know to sync up their communicators to a specific frequency. Okay. <clears throat> While they're flapping mouths and making sounds um i'm looking around are there like air duct vents that are on the on the ground of the uh docking bay um this is a 
in space station. So air needs to be brought in where it can be, um, where it can flow properly as opposed yeah. to being pulled down by gravity. So yes, most of the air vents are low to the ground. Um, are any of them roughly small, roughly large enough that I could squeeze through? Uh, Theoretically, I mean, if, if you, Dahaka can, it would be a very tight fit. These are not like these are not like massive city uh, air ducts. These are we need we this the, these are like we need some air to all parts of this station. Okay, <clears throat> never mind. It would be a tight fit. Be, I'm just I'm just I'm just trying to think of like spaces where because I'm from Dahaka's pack. Tactics that he has used to get around uh, space stations. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Which you you can use you you can definitely move around in those. It's just you'll be moving at half speed. Yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna while they're still talking, I'm gonna go trot over to one of them. Uh, we weren't talking. We were asking the DM questions. Oh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I was gonna that say. That I thought that this was all happening while you guys. I'm talking about you guys was... like <clears throat> syncing up your communicators. No, they would have synced up on the dropship. Okay, yeah. never mind then. <laughs> In that, that case, was just a player question. Yep. Cornix is headed to the uh, to the the shipping to the to the transit. While Cornix is indicating a truck, then yep. um, I'm going to head over towards one of those vents and sniff around it and see if it's an easy open vent or not. Uh, with your claws, you could probably rip this vent off, no problem. Hook, pull. So you, you guys watch Dang. as Fred walks over to one of the vents and just kind of sniffs around in it to see if it's big enough for him to fit in. Deciding apparently that it is, he just reaches up with one of his claws and tears the, the vent off, the vent cover off with a loud crack. Hey, Look, the fuck? <clears throat> I'm going to walk over. Looks back at the rest of them. Looks back no. at the vent. Ava's head is buried Absolutely in her hands. Not. You, so have a, you have of... a very smart wild animal on your hands, so... What kind of uh, what kind of uh, container is on the back of this? Uh, uh, it's vehicle? a it's a a um, it's a cargo crate, so it is sealed. Uh, there are vents for opening it to air if you need to, but <clears throat> and it's sealed like just mechanically door locked kind of thing. Yeah. So uh, Cornix pulls out a. His his right hand and this about half a meter long energy blade just rips into existence and he slashes the door open. All right. So uh, as the rest of you are looking, Cornick steps up to the back of this uh, this freighter truck, which is designed to carry cargo from from docking ships, and just kind of feels around and finds the lock, and then just with one hand presses uh, his hand to where the lock is, and there's just this burst of. Vzzz, as a, what appears to be a blade of condensed plasma clearly cuts through the lock. <clears throat> and then he'll pull the doors open. Alright. Is there room enough for me and possibly a, I don't know, human-sized quadruped? Yeah. Just to use a completely <clears throat> random example? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay. Now it was locked, so I'm assuming there's something else in here too, right? Uh, no, it's empty. But it, oh, might... it is empty. Oh, okay, yeah. even better. <clears throat> I'm gonna and... point off in that direction, looking at Fang. Fang, follow. Uh, 
uh, Fang turns to look in that direction. Here's the here's the uh, call from Cornix and trots off in that direction. And once Fang is inside, which I assume won't be problematic yeah, no, for him, uh, <laughs> step in. Just yeah, pull the doors back shut, and then tap twice on the interior of the crate. Yep. The Protoss, the Protoss, and the Zerg step into the cargo crate and and knock on the insides and let the, let people know that they're inside. Well, that's solved for the moment. Yes. <clears throat> It's solved until we need to find something different. It's good enough for now. Fag is just sitting there waiting. So is Cornix. He assumes you people know how to drive this thing. Yeah, I'll. Well, yeah, the the yeah. I look over at I look over at the pilot. Yeah, no pilot. Jesus Christ! You guys never drive a truck before, and I can drive. He'll Just not up. if anything goes wrong. Yeah, he'll walk up to the <laughs> driver's seat after secured the back door. Uh, it's Great. an open, it's an open top truck, and it's like basically like the 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 space station equivalent of a golf cart. Awesome. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> I can drive, but I do like to I do like like to let new 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 friends feel useful. So go ahead. Ah, so accommodating. And <laughs> he says with a grin. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I'll start it up and anybody know where we're supposed to be going? Fortunately for you, the key is actually in the truck. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I'd look for it first. And we'll, we'll right in get in the truck. Yeah. Uh-huh. So which <clears throat> side of Jupiter Station are we? You don't know. You just know you're looking for the junkers. Oh, okay. <clears throat> so, though, if if no. names are anything to go by, they might be car thieves. Who knows? <clears throat> Apparently, we'll fit in well. Um, <laughs> well, let's um, let's go until we I'm can find someone this, who will direct us. I'm sniffing around this uh, cargo crate. Does it smell? Can I tell what was supposed to be what was in here previously? Uh, the last thing that was in here had a very strong solvent smell. Uh, there's a very chemical trace left over. Right. What what small amount of lips Fang has curl back, and like the teeth that are permanently bared are bared more. The smell. <laughs> Basically, it's got a xenomorph mouth, but little bit less lips like it's like a wolf but without lips yeah <laughs> uh, the wolf. so yeah i'll just start driving towards uh, the exit of the section we're in all right we're gonna be in the back uh, uh next to the crate just so we can in case anything goes wrong and yeah all right and i'll take i'll, I'll take uh, my mask off just have it unlatched if anything goes wrong, I mean, uh, a, a side blade is ripping through the crate and into somebody else, so. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Oh, there are better ways to deal with the problem. I'm up front because if the driver gets shot, I'm right there to make sure we don't crash. Glad you didn't say that out loud. 
can't say that out loud. But yeah, so I'll drive off. We're such uh, an optimistic crew. Aren't I mean, I so you you make your way out of this out of this section of the hangar bay of the of the landing pad, and you make your way out into what you realize now is a small city in space. Like you are on Telos Station. Like Tilo Station from Star Wars? Yeah. Okay. Like like Kotor 2, Tilo Station. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, uh, they realize that. The two of us don't. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I'll look to yes? the other two. So, any ideas on who stopped and ask? Pull over on the side of the road and ask a random person, or what? I wonder if they have a library. Oh, oh yeah, not find somebody. Directory. Find somebody who looks official. Or you can find. They're going to know the lay of the area better than anybody else. And ask them where we can find junkers. And you guys hear a thought from behind you. I think it unusual that criminals would have their records in a publicly accessible database of any sort. He's got a point. There's so many more reasons to go to a library than in public records. Eyes on the mission. Alright, so where are you guys headed? (laughs) See somebody that looks like Ava, Ava. Ava will get a faint wash of agreement. But it's very, like, sort of subtle, contextual, conceptual. <laughs> she makes a good point. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll, I'll I'll pull over when I see you. You stop at a random passerby who looks like he might know something. <laughs> and I'll just lean back and I'll go, well, I'm the driver. And I'll look at the guy that Says he likes to make other people feel useful because now I want you to feel useful. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so who did we pull up in front of? Uh, looks like a. Um, you pulled up in front of a. Let's uh, let's say you pulled up in front of a car shop. Okay. Um, and it, inside you can see a very like soot blackened man working on what appears to be um a a, a vulture bike. Um. Which is a hover, which is a very dangerous, a reputationally dangerous hover bike that is known to primarily be driven by people who have a bit of a thrill-seeking side. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Okay, it's basically a large hovering engine that you sit on top of. Basically, at this point, I've gotten bored <laughs> and have started uh, 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 idly pawing at the side of the cargo crate. <laughs> but um... because, but because I have. Razor spikes for claws. It's just this loud metal <laughs> sound. No, Patience I just hisses. I just <laughs> gently kick the crate. I'm about to say, don't um, kick it too hard because <laughs> <laughs> put on a big smile. Hop out. Hop out of the back. Uh, uh, walk over. Hey, hey. Hi. Hey, the guy like slides out from under the vulture. Can I help you? Yes, yes. Um, 
Hello. So I have a question. Maybe you can help. Uh, what's her name? Uh, Felix. Why? Felix. Wonderful to meet you, Felix. Uh, uh, my name is Alex. Um, and me, me and my friends here uh, have, have just arrived here. And we have no idea. We don't know the lay of the land here at all. Um, and this place is a lot bigger than we are. We're used to anything we were used to traveling on. Um, and and he sort of lean, looks back for a second, leans down, um, sort of lowers his voice a bit. We're we're from a we're from a, a place that's a lot. Uh, what, what would the the right word even? Um, this place looks a little bit intimidating to us. I think would be the best best way to put it. Um, and, and I think we can get through through sort of the main thoroughfares. I was wondering if you had any good ideas on places that we should avoid if we want to if we want to avoid being in trouble. Uh, I would like you to roll me an influence check. I can do that. I believe you have what plus eight. Uh, it's kind of plus your willpower. Uh, yes. Uh, basic Terran. Are you kidding me? I'm rolling like I roll. (laughs) That's a 13, Bob. With a plus eight. I mean... At least fortunately, it's a 13. Fortunately, he's not really a talking type, so he's only got his base Terran willpower to resist. Good which to is, know. You know two. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, places you want to avoid anywhere that doesn't that, is, that ain't well lit or, you know, ain't obviously in the open. I'll be quite frank. Right. With you. Like Ju- uh, Jupiter Station's a interesting place at times if you get lost. And that's sort of what I'm worried about. Like, I mean, when we're in sort of the main thoroughfare, that's, that's not going to be a problem. But, like, are there any signs of, um, like, if we get to a particular landmark, we know we should turn back and turn away? Um, well, sort of the look around again. The crime-ridden areas that I I don't want us to get in get get in and over our heads. Well, let's see. Uh, he looks over at your truck. You carrying cargo in that? Oh, just some. Just a. I mean, it's not particularly. Um, uh, 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 it doesn't look like it doesn't look like it's too valuable, does it? I mean, I don't want to be concerned about. I don't want to attract the wrong kind of attention. Well, I wouldn't know, but some folks around here have a good eye for cargo and uh-huh. uh, carriers. And uh, basically, if you're carrying anything valuable uh, and you start seeing the uh, the well, if you start seeing the logo of a, a an engine and a flaming tire, then you uh, might want to steer clear. An engine and a flaming tire. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the junkers' favorite uh, tag. It marks their, it marks their turf. And okay. the junkers, 
they're real nasty folk that like to take whatever seems valuable and scavenge it and sell it for parts. Oh my god. Okay. Um thank a, you. I lost a few of my own vultures to them a couple of times. Thank you. I appreciate that. Felix it was, right? Yeah. All right. Um thank you very much. I I'll I'll leave you to what you're doing. I yeah. didn't want to disturb you any further. Have yeah. have a nice day. If you're looking for directions, um what's the place? Um Jim's Rest is a uh, bar that's not too far from here, and there's a map mm-hmm. outside of it, and it's a good place to sit down if you need a rest. Oh, perfect! Thank you very much. You've 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 been a huge help. Um, no worries. Ha- have a good, good day. Go back, hop in. You can pick that up. All right, let's go. <clears throat> so, did he say part of town we should stay out of, or just look out for? Didn't say what part of town, but we find a map and mm. obviously As saying this well, after we've left, not directly. Yeah, after, yeah, after, we've, yeah, after we've driven for a bit, Ava will turn around. Fang, quiet. How um how thin is the wall of this? Uh, uh, it's a couple. In, it's a couple inches of steel. Like it's designed to so that things don't just break out of it if they're heavy. Okay, uh, can I like <clears throat> pierce it? with my claws and then rip a small gash so I can see out through it. Yeah, well, there was, there are air. Vents As I hear thing you said, right? <laughs> Fine. Quiet. <laughs> and I just want to enjoy the scenery. Cause I can't see anything. No. It's a, it's a, it's a dog that wants to see out the window. <laughs> and there's no window. <clears throat> what about the air vents though? You said it was, it was the ventilated, air vents right? Hot. Oh, the air vents are up high. Okay. They're on the top. I want to see where I'm at. <laughs> so I'll just drive uh till... head to that head to that 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 bar. We can get a look at the map and that'll give us an idea of where to go where to and start. Because I'm being courteous, I'm gonna make another set of uh vision holes for Cornix. <laughs> Don't shoot the party member. Don't shoot the party member. Okay. Honest, honestly, it would probably tickle. I'm the I'm the worst party member to shoot. <laughs> yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll it's about, it's about five feet of like ripping fangs and claws. So, oh, I'm aware. That's why he's not shooting the party member. <laughs> not for any moral reason. <laughs> I don't Sim- want to die. Simply self-preservation. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Just right now, it is, a, it is a struggle to remind oneself of that. <laughs> so yeah, I'll just... Uh, <coughs> um, to Jim's rest. Jim's rest. Okay, yep. Yep. Driving there. All right, and it's not hard to find. There's a big sign that's like standing out, mo- standing above most of the buildings that has what the, the name Jim's Rest, but also a um, a standard heroic figure, uh, sort of like uh, those of you who are familiar with the Dominion's history recognize it as a depiction of of James Rayner, the uh, the the rebel leader who led the Sons of Liberty or not the uh, the uh, the Rainers Raiders, uh, and basically helped to bring down Arcturus Mengsk. Uh, it's him in sort of a standard heroic pose, assault rifle up in front of him, one foot on a rock, you know, just looking, you know, like a hero.
Well, this would seem to be the place. Do I see any food? Uh, there are humans around, yeah. Oh, tasty. <laughs> um, Coronix, because you have this sort of, like, empathic sense of those around you, you yep. naturally mm-hmm. read minds. Yes, I do. You can tell that Fang is getting hungry and he sees yep. any prey. <laughs> Go hop out the bag. I'm just trying right. to think of how do I resolve this. <laughs> right, yeah. No. Ava's going to go up to Stefan. You do saying, you do recall you do recall um for one second that uh Dehaka told you to lead him to essence and right. your knowledge of Zerg tells you that, that means biomass and strong DNA. Right. Um these humans don't look like they'll really provide him a whole lot. Because mm-hmm. they're not particularly tough or intimidating looking. But enough I, of I, them. I, <laughs> it's like farming the pigs in the first area of an MMO. I mean, if you kill five, if you kill fifty of them, it'll. Yeah. So I'll just project to him. Fang, wait. Hunt will come later. This is sort of the most the closest a Zerg can give to an exasperated sigh. Yeah, basically. <laughs> And then to the rest of the group. Our four-legged friend is getting peckish. Because that's a human word that I have heard of, even though there's probably no (laughs) Protoss equivalent. (laughs) Since we basically photosynthesize. Well, do we have a direction to head? I'm well. We're I'm outside. hopping off the back. Yeah, yeah we're outside. It said the map was outside or yeah, inside. The, ma- the map is right outside the door. Okay, I'm walking up and looking <laughs> it over. All right. So is you there now a have helpful flaming tire. No tag on part of it. <laughs> like this is this is this is an official map. It just gives oh, right okay. out of the area. <clears throat> But yeah, no, familiarizing myself with it. And can I... You could also download a copy of it to your... Da- if one of you has a data pad. Yeah. I do not. I, I do. But being uh, yeah. with urban familiarity... Yes, that's the thing you have. Um, can I look at this map and take a pretty fair guess of where the slums and crime areas probably are? Sure, give me one second. Urban familiarity. Uh, it just gives you advantage on on a few skill checks when you're in urban. Several skills while in an urban environment. So it won't be one of the skills that you get advantage on, but okay. you can roll me. What have you got? You can roll me survival. <laughs> survival. Okay. I do not have so plus Hey, that's not bad. Hey, it's not bad. Yeah, you can you know cities. This isn't too far off from a core world city, and you can imagine that the further you get away from law enforcement and any sort of government official when the when the maintenance starts to die down and everything starts to become decrepit, that's when gangs take over. Mm-hmm. 
industrial so areas. You, cannot, you can identify like a couple of areas, and based on what you know of the Junkers, you can kind of narrow down. They're probably in this whole area that's on the western side. It looks to be marked as largely like scrap deposits and junkers. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I tap there on. <laughs> I, I tap there. That's where we need to go. And if you need to get more information, you can go into the bar and ask around if you like. Well, well, I have a navigation unit, so if he points out the area to go, find the quickest route there. You got a GPS. <laughs> you, you can go in there and talk to people in the bar, but that yeah, I'm not leaving for extended yeah, I'm not of time. Leave, I'm not leaving the. the yeah, I wasn't the, leaving the truck just in case get... it got robbed by the gang member. Go go ahead. Rob I mean, that's one truck. strategy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Please I mean, let them rob the truck. Mistake, but yeah, it's like. Freeze! We're taking whatever's in this cargo truck. Open Go the door. Right ahead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have fun with that. You just hear um, screams yeah, but and I assume, body parts leaving. I assume we head off. Yep. <clears throat> I'm gonna yep. hop in back in the back. I'm watching him the whole time through the through the so so like as you come you you just see a big green eye staring at you through the like claw marks in the cage or in the crate. I give the eye a smile it's very and I'm Jurassic actually Park sitting King. on top of the. I'm sa- actually sitting on top of the crate. Okay. So I give a smile as I come up and then I just hop up on there. <clears throat> so your new packmate has bared his teeth at you and is now on top of your shelter. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Fortunately, they were baby teeth, so I know yes. he's not a threat. <laughs> yeah, those were not Zerg teeth. No. <laughs> they weren't daggers. The only ones that you know have an actual potential threat to you is the Protoss, because you just have that sort of built into your nature. Yeah. <clears throat> but fortunately, not- I'm clo- fortunately, I'm close enough to him that I can kill him first. <laughs> <laughs> It's not about trying to be the threat. It's about showing that you're not that you're not remotely scared. <laughs> this and let's see. There was no dialogue in that, so yeah, Coronex will be. Where are we going? Um, we have a direction. Yep, and presumably I'll, to where they tend to hang out. I'll start Excellent. the large golf cart and start driving away. Does Coronex have a communicator? No, he just <laughs> telepaths people. Uh, he would have a hard time using a communicator. It's not his technology. It's Terran tech. Yeah, <clears throat> but there is some. There is some interface. Hard to hard to psychically through a microphone. Well, no, I mean, uh, or, Pro- Protoss Protoss communicators also interface with Terran communicators. They do, <clears throat> but uh, using a Terran communicator, like the thing is. Protoss no, communicators no, I, no, can, can I, link I, to I was, advanced Terran tech. Like you, no, you, you I was read... asking if he had a Protoss communicator. Uh, nope. <clears throat> <laughs> but like you, you've read like Starcraft Evolution by now. Yeah, you know that like it, it takes some it takes some level of tech for Protoss yeah, and yeah. Zerg to interface with normal Terran communications. Yep. <clears throat> yeah. No. If I, if I'm gonna talk to my face smith, I'm gonna need a collect call. <laughs> <laughs> Cold, cold. That was that was Carax, you said. Yeah, that was Carax. Right? Okay. Yep. <clears throat> so yeah, driving on the way there. All right. So after about twenty minutes of driving, you do find as the as you get further away from major urban centers, the uh, 
the health of this city seems to deteriorate basically uh like street lights start flickering until you just start running into ones that are completely broken um buildings start to look a lot more run down <clears throat> and uh i would like everyone who can see around them on the outside their only perception okay I, mean, we, we, I, I i carved vision holes <clears throat> i will say you have disadvantage on that one though because you'd have very narrow vision holes okay <clears throat> so Wait. it's plus our trains our, our points in it plus plus your willpower or your instinct i think on one or the other it's willpower uh instinct Perception yeah. is instinct. Okay. Perception is instinct, yeah. <clears throat> a six. Oh, they're the same for me, never mind. <laughs> of course. Don't you have advantage? Because you're in an urban environment. Is perception one of them? Yes, it is. Yeah. I got a six. I see nothing. I have a ten. Well, we hit a bump and you'd jam your eye into the okay, hole. Okay, that's... I got a 13. vaguely better. <clears throat> All right. No one had a good perception score. Except 13. Oswald. And, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I'm a little distracted by the, by, by the thing that keeps trying to breathe on my leg. Ava's Try. reading a book in her head and you trying to trying. figure something out. <laughs> I am uh, actively breathing on your leg. <laughs> Oswald, you do start to notice the uh, the the ending <clears throat> flaming tire symbols that you were told that you were warned about. Yeah, that makes sense. I was keeping an eye on the road, so I gotta look out for that stuff. Um, I'll just turn to whoever's next to me or turn back and say, I think we're getting closer. Oh, good. Just keep aimlessly driving and looking like targets, waiting to get picked up, or what? I mean, let's keep an eye out for... The the box starts to vibrate. Any? Would it be good or bad to have them try and take the box? Stop it! I mean, they'd learn pretty quickly. Wait. Did it say just to find them and then find the... the ship, or... That we're we are to find and liberate the ship, yeah. not Turner, ah. <clears throat> which we will then fly from this station. Which means that we will assignment. Which means that we will need some allies in order to take us there, unless we happen to chance upon them. Would you stop it, Fang? <laughs> <laughs> I understand you're very hungry. I'm sure that we can rectify that in a way that is helpful to everyone. You will be part of our interrogation process. Um, Okay. Navigation unit. Uh, Within a mile, is there, uh, (laughs) in this side of the port, is there any docks? Ava very clearly like is confused and disturbed <laughs> and then takes a deep breath. Sorry. Um there are a few buildings that look like they're large enough to house a spaceport. Most of them look like they've been run down for a long time. Okay. <clears throat> um so I'll start driving in that direction, tell everybody to keep an eye out. Um and basically I just want to 
drive by. I want to plot out a route so that I can drive by them, see which if one has more activity than the others, because that might be where they're. Basically, I'm assuming these are going to be chop shops. All right. <clears throat> so, while you're driving, I would like everyone to roll me another <clears throat> perception check. Nope. Don't use a navigation unit and drive. Just like texting and driving. Uh, see, I critically succeeded, but I have disadvantage because I'm in the box. So it's a 14, not a 25. <laughs> that would be a crit fail for me. That would be a 21 for, for me. Stefan sees things. Yes. So That's Stephen, what he does. He drinks and he sees things. Oh, wait. I mean, notice. unless unless you're letting me make a perception check of smell, in which case... Actually, yes. Your, your smell does apply here. 25. You smell bodies. You smell lots of bodies coming. <laughs> Stefan. Can I notice... pick up on that from the wash? <laughs> yeah. Okay. You, 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 notice that, you, you basically notice that Fang has smelled something tasty. Lots of something's tasty. Um, Stefan, you mm-hmm. notice what initially appears to be just a pile of rubble in the road is actually a carefully constructed roadblock. <sighs> I lean forward. Uh, ambush. Am- trap and ambush up ahead. Oh. oh. Splendid. I'll, uh... This is where you all bail and just leave the cargo for them to open. <laughs> No, no, because we need some of them alive. Don't be. You can catch a few of them when they're running away. <laughs> also, yeah, Cornix so... is there. Cornix might not kill all of them. Can I? So when he says that, you can don't I get look to have for, a say in this. You're not sentient. For vantage points that I would use um, if I was going to set up an ambush, uh, and, uh, possible spots are going to pop out ahead. <clears throat> Well, the obvious one is at the roadblock that Stefan pointed out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And on um, either side. And on either side and probably from the alleyways surrounding it. Yeah. So, quick question. How how warm is it in where in we space? are right now? It's pretty chilly. Where we are right now. It's pretty chilly. Okay. Like, the place is already falling apart. The, the heating systems aren't working too great. Okay. Um... So yeah, in that case, I will not take <clears throat> off my jacket. Um, I'm going to I'm going to pull out one of my revolvers and and as I'm sort of leaning up against the uh, the 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 crate um, casually, I've got it cocked and sort of hidden there, so I can get a get a good shot off should the need arise. I'm going to move it's past Coronix towards the door. <laughs> I'm gonna. Reattach my mask. So and uh, hit a button, and now it fully covers my face. <clears throat> Fang, All right. prepare, and he'll ignite the side blade again. <laughs> All right, and as expected, uh, as you begin to approach the roadblock, several armed figures begin to emerge from the basically from the out of, out of the woodwork, like some from around the barricade, some from the alleyways surrounding you. Uh, you count about a six in total. I wave while we keep driving towards them slowly. 
the guy in front of the barricade puts a hand out with his rifle le- with his rifle level to the other hand. Hold it. I get deer in headlights <laughs> look on my face. Mm-hmm. That and, wasn't yeah. very polite. Stop. You folks look like you're lost. And you notice that these individuals that are stepping out are better equipped than you would expect a standard ganger to be. Um, their armor is sort of a uniform black, uh, and they wear actual, like, bits of some body armor, uh, and they almost look to be, you know, semi-tactical gear. Uh, <clears throat> some of them are wearing what look to be fashioned-together gas masks, but they all are wearing that, that uh, engine-inflaming tire symbol on their, on their left shoulder. And how many? Six. <clears throat> Six? Okay. So he said that we look like we're lost. <laughs> he, Stefan, uh, sir, uh, uh, kind of you to notice. Um, we, we we are actually at the moment. Um, I think we took a wrong turn somewhere. Uh, we're trying to find the, 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 the nearest hotel, maybe, or... Um, uh, uh, some kind of lodging. Could you help us out? He just kind of looks at you and smirks. Yeah, sure we can. But uh, that would be wonderful. First, we're gonna have to take a look at that cargo you're carrying. That that crate looks mighty fine. Uh, <laughs> I mean, probably don't wanna. But I mean, there's not much in there that you're gonna want. Um, but but if you if you want to take a look. I would really appreciate because um, I don't want to. I, I I don't think we want anything that's not up to code around here. I I, I assume you're some kind of authority figure. Yeah, you can w- with the gun and, and all. I, and I'm afraid that I must insist. Okay, no, no, absolutely. I stealthily put my put my gun away, still cocked. Um, but I I, I get down off of the put like <laughs> hands up. Acting like they are they are clearly cops of some kind. I'm gonna uh, but, but by the, all means go ahead. Um everything we I think Oswald, you've got paperwork for it, right? Frank, open up the back, see what's inside. And uh one of the I am prepared to charge. Yeah, and so is Cornix. He's like he's he's waiting. He's just standing by the door right I'm there with Fang. I'm prepared Fang. for his friends to come and attack us. One of one of the uh, one of the ones that came in from the side walks over with one of his buddies, and they walk up to the back of the crate. And, <laughs> There's two. <laughs> um, he takes a look. Hang on a second. This lock's been busted. He re- he reaches forward and pulls the door open. And I launch into his face <laughs> as I'm pulling out and taking aim at dude with rifle. All right, time to move arenas. Do I get a surprise round? Yes, yes, you do. Do I? Since I, I was um, t- waiting I for him, just waiting for him to jump. I do not have control of my token. One second, I have to actually assign them as your characters. Yeah. This is. Oh, no, that's not Malcolm. That, that's Oswald Ridley. That is Stefan Knezevic. Yay, I have a character sheet. That is Her token. Ava Sweet. A thing. That so, is... relevant <clears throat> relevant for me, I am charging. The action charge, which, because I'm a predator body, means I get all of my attacks. But, um, it also means that I have plus five, an additional plus five to my accuracy. 
and my melee attacks do an additional plus 10 damage. I'm hoping to rend him in two. <laughs> rend him in twain. I'm just going to do this quick boxes for the truck. Okay. The 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 uh, the 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 case is on the is the one on on top, the crate. Yeah, yeah. Where we we are in the correct spot. Yes. And, and I'm gonna. Then... I need. And my armor is <coughs> that. Okay. There you guys are. All right. So I rolled a 12 on my initiative. <laughs> but that's okay, because I'm pretty certain this guy is dead. I did well compared to other people. Oh dear. <laughs> you certainly did better than Stefan. And Cornix. And Oswald. And Oswald. So <laughs> like outside of the surprise round. <laughs> Ava and I are going first. <laughs> I mean, depending on what the bandits roll, but Alright. That is hilarious. Um, you want to pull out the uh, turn track, the turn order tracker for us? Yeah, I'm gonna need you to. One second. We can't add ourselves to it because I we need don't thugs. Have character sheet thing. But... Sorry, I just need to pull up the thugs. Yep. Which one is dude with the with the rifle? Is that one of these guys? Okay. Yeah, I assume I had view of him, so like. I thought you were stepping off the truck. Like I was here. already off the truck. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there, probably. I was up front. Yeah, I was as far front as I could go. Add turn. Add turn. Add turn. Add turn. Add turn. Add turn. There we go. Everyone add your initiative. Mine keeps resetting to zero. Uh, you have to hit it. There you go. Yeah. And these guys are just your basic thugs. <clears throat> With one gun for hire. <clears throat> All right. Uh, so, surprise round? Yes, but one second. Right. Initiative. How these hollow points. Pull out some kneecaps. Okay. <clears throat> um, and with the turn order, if you hit the gear and then sort by descending, it'll... Yep. yep. There you go. 
Wow, they rolled good. Yes, they did. They've only got a plus three on their initiative. I have a plus two. I have, I have a, a plus, plus five. Four. <clears throat> plus three. All right. I, mean, I have a plus three. That doesn't necessarily mean anything. So, surprise round. Um, Cornix, Fang, and Stefan. Okay. All right. <clears throat> uh, so, Scything Claws. Um, <clears throat> that's plus five to the attack, so that's a thirty. That's a thirty-three to hit. Uh, what is your maximum attack overage? Uh, my maximum attack overage is uh, for that is three. You make it. So I hit for twenty-six damage, penetration four, rending two. Why twenty-six? Because I, I charged, therefore I add 10 to the melee damage. Okay, <clears throat> fair enough. So 26, 26 damage, penetration 4, so they, they lose 4 of their <laughs> armor. Um, and rending 2, so their damage threshold for critical wounds goes down by 2. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> he gets no armor against this. <clears throat> <laughs> and you definitely apply a critical wound. Did I just take his head off? Uh, hang on. Or at least a limb. <laughs> I need the critical wounds table. Combat encounter rules. That's going to be uh, disfigurement. Let's see how badly I hurt him. Ah, that's not what I'm looking for. Uh, what are you looking for? Um, that disfigurement is for when you get hit, brought to zero. I'm looking oh. for the critical wo- the critical wounds list. And your maximum attack overage is either the <coughs> max of your is your it's the strength it's or your relevant, in, yeah, instinct, your strength right? or instinct. Yeah. yeah, if it's melee arranged. Right. So for me, it's strength. Why did my instinct go down by one? Don't know. Things got weird. Uh, where is the? Hmm. Oh, here it is. What page is uh, on? Damage threshold and crippling wounds. Page 152. All right, there we go. So roll a d20, and I have the table. <clears throat> Please say 20. Five is a left leg. Target is knocked prone. They also have minus one to speed, athletics, and acrobats per crippling point. Um, and if they're heavily injured, they cannot run or charge and cannot stand without support. <laughs> so that is your attack, Cornix. All right. I will hit the other guy, or at least attempt to. Say twenty nine. 
That is definitely a hit. All right. <clears throat> Good. My max overage is three. I believe you get all of it. So you do 20 points of damage. Um, your side blade is also psionic, which means you have penetration equal to your psi level. Oh, okay. I should <clears throat> put that on there then. That's yep. penetration two. All right. Let so he gets no armor. My... Yep, let me edit my uh, macros. And you also <laughs> give him a crippling wound. Yes! <laughs> do I roll a d20? Crippling... So I roll a d20? Yeah, roll me a d20. Crippling wounds everywhere. Just, you hear screams 16. and bloodshed. 16 is the left arm. The attacker drops anything that he is carrying in that arm, and he has a minus one, atta- minus one to all attacks with that limb and athletics per crippling point. And when he becomes heavily injured, he cannot use weapons or items with that arm. Well, I'm going to say that he's holding it in his right hand because he's... I was going to say. <laughs> he's unfortunately probably not a southpaw. So, but yeah, you, you slice him good in the arm. <laughs> Yep. Uh, then, Stefan, your your surprise round. Yep. Uh, and I'm doing a double tap on the uh, uh, on lead dude with rifle. <clears throat> All right. Use your full attacks. Boom, boom. Uh, sixteen. Uh, I see. That might miss. I mean, it hits most of us. <laughs> it barely misses. Okay. All right. So, in this surprise round, uh, the <coughs> poor unfortunate soul opens the, uh, the 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 door to the crate, and he and his friend just immediately go down in a tirade of ripping claws and swinging side blade. They're not dead, but they're pretty injured. Um, meanwhile, Stefan fires off a pair of shots that the uh, <coughs> the leader having heard the screams, uh, reacts just in time to get out of the way. <coughs> uh, so, the, uh, the leader kind of goes, ah, looks like we got a fight on our hands. Meanwhile, the guy being passed goes, ah, Zerg! Fucking Zerg! <laughs> <laughs> to which Stefan just smiles mildly. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta find a Zach. <laughs> Do they get a morale check? Uh, yes, actually, because they are well wounded. Um, these guys are critically wounded. They're actually just going to flee. Hey, we'll try to. One of them. One of them's prone and shit. Right? Yeah, yeah mine is prone. He had to, he had to get up and run away. Um, opportunity attacks. Yep. The attack oh, character nice. to make its uh, command out is not opportunity attacks are free actions are triggered by the actions of another player. Character can only make opportunity attacks against enemies in their melee range. Um, yes. You can normally only make one opportunity attack, but can gain more by combat reflex talents. <clears throat> Do you have combat reflexes? I don't know. Okay, so, so we both get single... one. Yep. All right. Uh, but you get all of your attacks, so. Oh, okay. I th- it it um it doesn't say anything it doesn't qualify for speed so it doesn't I think say it might it doesn't, be a single attack it doesn't say you don't get your speed so if we if it's a single attack then I'm biting at him 
because that's, that's are we damage. going are we going with single attack I'm, I'm going to say single attack for right now okay, okay. until i see rules to say the otherwise oh an 18 <laughs> you miss but you hit hey penetration four rending four he's dead <laughs> <laughs> where do i hit him <laughs> Just tries to run, gets eaten. He try he tries to get up and gets eaten. Uh thirteen is uh his left arm. You rip his left <laughs> arm off as he's trying to run, and the blood loss staggers him and he falls down and dies. <laughs> yeah, that's a big now cut I, to start bleeding from. Now I'm now I'm covered in blood and have tasted flesh, so uh, Koronix, meanwhile, the other guy is just running for his life, so you you react to swing, but you kind of expected him to stay and fight you, but no, he's just Man. running. <coughs> you, you, you expected him to not be a coward! <laughs> but he is gone by way of fleeing the battlefield. Meanwhile, the rest <coughs> of them... Cool enough. Alright. The guy that I like the I like to think of the guy that was yelling fucking Zerg just like was still screaming as I was eating him. I was going to ask you what your defense, Stefan, but it doesn't matter because this guy's awful. Well that's good. You dodge. Uh, then the leader takes a shot at Stefan again because he fired at him. Uh-huh. Uh, it's okay. I'll give him something else to fire at in a minute. <laughs> oh, no, it's fine. I regenerate damage. <laughs> okay, now what is your defense? 17. Okay, he misses you again. We, he double taps yeah. at you, but you I actually have a defense. fairly high defense. <clears throat> uh, then these other guys <clears throat> misses entirely. Doesn't matter who he's shooting at. Hits That's the truck. Like fives, man. <laughs> okay, Ava, what is your defense? Uh, fourteen. Okay, that hits you. Um, does she get cover from the truck? Uh, yes, but it won't be enough. Okay. Uh, I mean, cover gives a plus five bonus to defense to range attacks. It's still not good enough. Okay. <clears throat> this person actually hit. So you take <coughs> fourteen <coughs> damage with no okay. penalty. So your armor saves completely, or, or saves its entirety. Um, what armor? No, you're not wearing any. That's great. I mean, we went in this acting like tourists. I don't think armor is a good idea. (laughs) I was going to say, you're one to talk. You went in without a brain. (laughs) (laughs) Have you looked in his his carry-on? I'm sure there's several brains in there. 
Uh, I think he was talking about. I think she. I think they were talking about. Faye. I think he was talking about. Faye. <laughs> oh, okay. Huh? Um, what's your damage threshold, Ava? Um, that, that would be a number. Damage threshold is twenty-two. <laughs> okay, you're fine. I mean. Fang has a brain. It's just keyed towards killing things. Uh, now it is Ava Sweet's turn. <clears throat> okay, someone shot at me. I'm not happy about that. So I pull out my pistol, aim it at the leader. I really do suggest that you just surrender. All right, are you going to um, try for influence, or are you actually just going to shoot? I was going to try for influence because that. It has a better chance of working. All right. Let me pull up your combat influence table. Combat influence. <laughs> that's page 149. I mean, that's perfect. You you can get him to calm down, and then I can shoot him in the head. Are you trying, you're trying to demoralize. Okay. Yeah, sure. The leaders are more are likely to be resistant to, to interrogation. Are you trying to demoralize or demand surrender? I guess I'm trying to... You know what? Probably demoralize. Alright. Roll me your influence check. Okay. Plus, where the hell's that stat? 20. That's not great. What do you mean it's not great? I Um, rolled a 13 and a 1 on my two dice. His resolve is only with uh, standard morale is only 17, so you do give him a minus one morale penalty. Okay. Perfect. I'm about to give him another minus one. <laughs> uh, fine, you're up. So I can move 12 squares. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, so I'm going to take out, take off from the back spin around the side, and charge the guy next to the leader. All right. Roll your attack. As you run by, fuck the dogs out! Uh, (laughs) um, That is a uh, 28 to hit. Uh, You definitely hit, and you get your max attack overage. All right, so that's another 26 damage, penetration 4, rending 2. Yeah, um, roll me a crippling wound. 15 is... Uh, 15 is left arm. Uh, he's also right-handed, but he's holding a shotgun, which has to be held in two hands, so he drops it. <clears throat> he has a minus 1 to anything... To do with that limb. To attacks to do with that limb. Um, so yeah, these, the, the, the uh, primal zerg just tears out the back of the truck and p- 
pounces on this dude next to the leader. <laughs> yep. <clears throat> all right. Uh, next up is... I believe now all of the bad guys have seen me. Yep. Don't, you, don't you get two attacks for melee no. being... <clears throat> I mean, no, I, I get my... It's, it's all rolled into accuracy of the attack. <clears throat> Extra attacks give you a plus four accuracy on a single attack roll. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which helps you hit difficult targets and get attack overages. And I've got a stupid bonus to my attack. Oswald, you're up. Oh, all right. Uh, I guess I'll, since my rifle's just sitting next to me, I'll pull out my pistol, though, uh, out of the holster and <coughs> shoot this guy. Sixteen. I think uh, I'm adding that right. Six. It's just a D twenty plus my range attack with that and the accuracy of the weapon, right? Yeah. Assuming you're only uh, taking one shot. Right. What's if up? you're taking your if you're taking your full round of attacks, that'll depend on how fast the weapon is and uh, it's what your fast. agility. It's okay. fast. Yeah, so it's what's fast. your agility so score? Two, three. So I get three shots. Well, what's your what's your agility score? Three. So I get yes. one extra attack. So you no, you don't get an extra attack. What you do is you add an additional eight to that number. Right. Oh, so then twenty-four. Yeah, <clears> you <throat> get your maximum attack overages on that. Yep. So that's also a hollow point, so penetration two rending three. Um my max overage. So it's damage damage of the gun plus your max overage. Twelve <clears throat> plus which for you is insight or instinct. Oh, so 12 plus 5, so 17. You have five instincts. Oh, you just put all your points into it. Well, yeah, I'm a sniper. He's a sniper pilot, so yeah. Oh, he, <laughs> he, he, I'm pretty yeah. certain he probably got a plus two to his instinct to start with. <laughs> uh, and then my other attack is 30. Uh, no, it, it's all it's all one attack. All, yeah, it's all one. All, it's all one attack. attack. Yeah, you don't okay, you right. don't get multiple mm-hmm. attacks. It's, oh, okay. it's so, yeah. worded weirdly, but it's basically the more attacks you get, the better your accuracy is. Okay. Right. All right. All right. Because basically, you're making one attack, but you're filling the air with lead to do it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So you still expend two shots, but you get the one attack roll. Okay. Yeah. Well, three shots in this case. Yeah. Three <laughs> yeah. shots. Yeah. Oh. All right. Yeah. Then. <laughs> All right, uh, and I'll duck down underneath this. You said and it also 17? and it also makes combat faster. Yeah, seventeen of... uh, with hollow points, so two penetration and three rending. So uh, damage threshold wound. reduced by three, and it was aimed at this guy. You deal a crippling wound. Roll it for me. Fifteen, uh, 15 is left left arm. <laughs> Man, these guys have like. Blow out their elbows. Bullseyes painted on all their left arms. (laughs) Apparently. The left sides of their bodies. I got the left leg on the first Ah, guy. To be fair, that is where the the Junker's patch is at. It's on their left shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) Hit it right in the patch. All right. Um, Next up is Kornix. All right. My movement speed will get me just to this guy. Boop. Right there. And 
I will go one, two, three on him. Well, you only get one attack because you don't have charge. You don't oh. have the charging thing that he does. But you okay. do, if, you, if you decide to charge, you do get a plus five on the attack. Plus five <clears throat> on the attack and plus ten on the melee damage if you hit. Okay, then yeah, I'll charge him then. So yeah, charge. So, so basically do your single attack with the side blade and then add five to whatever you roll. Okay, well that was a 19 and so that'd be a 21, 26. Okay, that definitely hits and you get your full overage. Plus okay. 10 so, on the charge. So that's 20, so 30 damage. 30 damage. And penetration too. Uh, he's almost dead. Roll a d20. Roll a, roll a critical wound. <laughs> Two. Uh, two is right leg. He falls over. <clears throat> and target is knocked prone. <laughs> so now Protoss and Zerg are apparent in the area. <laughs> yeah, uh, Stefan, you're up. All right. So, what, there's functionally one healthy guy left? Yep. All right. And it's the leader that Ava tried to intimidate and yeah. actually succeeded in intimidating. So, Stefan wanted someone alive. Yes, but... no, and we it wasn't the one he wanted, but it's the one he's getting, so he'll take it. Um, <clears throat> Stefan, I'm going to use my move one, two, three, four, five. Yep, walk just directly up to him. Uh, gun still train. Uh, and... Um, I'm just going to say, with a nice, calm voice, if you drop your weapon and answer some questions, you get to live. As I'm chewing on the guy next to him. Are you demanding surrender or demoralizing again? I am going to try to demand surrender. All right, roll me your influence. All right. Does he get advantage because I'm next to him? No, but it does affect (laughs) this guy's morale. Okay. So that's a plus... <clears throat> yeah, that's not bad. Nineteen. Uh, with his state, he's only got a resolve of seventeen. So yes. So what does he do? <laughs> you, you you point the you point the gun at the guy, and he just kind of looks around at the Zerg chewing on the person next to him, and the and the Protoss slicing apart other people. And he just kind of looks around. I don't get paid enough for this. And he drops the gun. <clears throat> I'll, ca- I'll actually grab it as he uh, as he's dropping it, just because uh, I want it. <laughs> and that's my action. All right, their uh, turn. Top of the round. It's their turn. All these fuckers are trying to run. I eat this one. <laughs> I'll uh, take a sh- I'll take a shot at that guy. I collect out. essence. Nineteen to hit. You hit him. Penetration four, rending four, twenty-one damage. Unless I got my overages. <clears throat> you got <clears throat> full overage. Yep. So twenty-four damage. Yep. Seventeen to hit. You hit him. You got one overage. All so right. Eighteen, so 18 damage. damage. Penetration He's two. Still dead. <laughs> <laughs> And both of these guys are dead. <laughs> I begin devouring the guy I just killed. Yep, and the one guy who was not in melee with anyone gets away. Okay. That's fine, he's got no elbow left, so... So, what? 
at this point, you guys just see me start to just very quickly devouring the body of this guy I killed. Armor included. Yeah, I read about that shit, but watch. So I put my hand on the on the one guy the one guy left shoulder. It's like, come with me. And I guide him over towards the truck, away from the away from from the the devouring. Do I get any essence from this guy? Yeah, you get one essence from each of these corpses. Okay, yeah, I'm gonna go eat the other two as well. Yep. <clears throat> um, Corinix is looking over the corpse that he uh, created to see if there's any technology or <clears throat> weapons or viable armor. I mean, aside from the armor that he was wearing and the pistol he was using, not much. Okay. <clears throat> so uh, I'll take the pistol out <laughs> and just sort of hold it in my hand and turn it back and forth and then wander over to where Stefan is. So on each of these... On each of these bodies is... Uh, some very low-quality armor that only provides uh, damage resistance to... Uh, a combat knife and a pistol with one magazine extra, which is to say, aside from the ones that they've already emptied, or almost mm-hmm. emptied. <clears throat> and if you want any of it, you better get it quick. And they yeah, each, and, each have, and they each have 10 credits on them, so 60 total. If you count the guy that you... Actually, no, it'd be 50 total because the one guy has more. Because... I don't really care what I eat, so long as it's part of them. <laughs> I mean, I don't think you can... I don't know, maybe you can. I don't what know. form do credits take? Like, are they just uh, chip sticks, or what? Uh, yeah, I would say they're cred sticks. <laughs> okay. There is there is very little that Zerg can't eat. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll shout over while Ornix is looking over the body, that if they have any, any ammo, toss it. Yeah. <clears throat> Distribute it accordingly. Yep. Yeah. Coronix will just toss whatever he finds on his body into the cab and then go over with Stefan. Okay. And just sort of fold his arms and stand probably about a foot behind him and eight inches to the left and just stare at the guy. <laughs> Meanwhile, awesome. there's, the, there's the sound of flesh ripping in the background. Just this. <laughs> There's also one shotgun, and the guy that you have captured had a long rifle. Okay, Ava which I've got in my hand. <clears throat> so, if it hasn't become obvious by now, uh, we sprung your trap on purpose. Yeah. Um, What's your name? Carlos. <clears throat> Carlos. Nice to meet you. Um, we are looking for, I'm sorry, what was the name of the ship again? Nocturna. The Griffin. Well, it's a Griffin-class ship. It's called the Nocturna. Yeah, it's, uh, the Nocturna. You wouldn't and, uh, happen to know where we could find that, do you? Coronix is reading all, all the, the thoughts that occur to this guy, just one after another, so that if he tries to play KG, as soon as he thinks of the ship, he's going to grab every well, detail he can. Because I'm just sort of assuming that's happening. Because your style level is so low, you're only getting surface thoughts. Okay, that's fine. Um, but uh, 
He goes, I knew that ship was too much trouble to take in. Looked too fancy, too well put together. I knew somebody would come after it. Well, live and learn, at least right, at least as it currently stands, you have the option for the former. <sighs> yeah, it's in one of our holdups. Wonderful. I'm sure you would be happy to take us to it, wouldn't you? Uh, if I show up there leading you guys, I'm going to get shot. I can point you out. I can point it out to you, but I cannot go there with you if I want to stay alive. And how many? And you're going to tell us all of what we should expect there, correct? Fine. <clears throat> we got, I don't know, roughly like a dozen boys there. Last I counted. Okay. And it's a pretty simple place. We hollowed out an old spaceport. They got run down, use it to store our stuff. It's nothing special, but the upper level's got the hangar where you'll find your ship. Okay. How well armed are your friends? Uh, most of them, like these idiots, they got killed. But uh, there's a couple of people who have found better gear like I did. Okay. Um <clears throat> I'm sure if there was anything that we that that we would um anything that we should know so we don't get surprised or you would be happy to tell us without waiting for us to 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 ask about that one specific detail, wouldn't you? Uh there's only one entrance on the way up to the second level to the other side. Okay. Wonderful. Um, I look back to the others. Is there anything you think I'm missing? No? <coughs> okay. Where did they get the ship? How did they come across it? Valid questions. I don't know that one. I was just I saw them haul it in. I don't know where they got it from. Who's okay. the boss? Oh, yeah. What do you say? Who's the boss? Uh, Victor, he's a, well, ordinary son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. Be there? Yeah, he'll probably <clears throat> be there. He likes to look at the new gear. <clears throat> okay. Got and a... you said that the that there were there was the entrance in the front... And then we have to get through it to get up to the second floor, or, or the, there was a separate second floor entrance on the back. Yeah, you have to go through to the other side to get to the second floor. Okay, there's, there's wonderful. Stairs there's stairs down in the first hallway, but the stairs up are all the way on the other side. Okay. Has the ship been modified or deconstructed in any way? We haven't had time, really. We've only, like... Uh, last I heard, they were taking some of the guns out and shipping them off, but we haven't really delved into the delicate machinery. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Very well. Okay. So, Carlos, I want you to do me a favor. Leave and never come back? Uh, well, really quick, do me a favor. Turn around and look at our, 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 our friend there who's eating. Has anyone... I'm done by now. Has anyone <sighs> told me to not kill this guy yet? Well, I'll... No, no, no! Like, like, it's our game. Give me a second. We're not attacking. They, 
Are you finished eating? In which okay. case, by the time you finish eating, Ava will have said something, but not immediately. Yeah. So, so, so look at look at our friend there who just finished eating. I'm covered in blood. Fang, wait. And once he turns to look at him, I'm shooting him in the back of the head. I mean, you're you're shooting him between the eyes because Fang's the other side of you. So, well, no, no, well, no. I, I, I was going to do sort around. of like a put a hand on his shoulder. So you know, look over the look over at our friend over there, and then I'm shooting him in the back okay, of the head. Yeah, go for it. He he's not expecting it. So okay, do you want me to roll for it? Um, at this point, he's disarmed, so I can just call this a kill shot. You can. okay? I trot over and eat the body. Oh, you, oh! I take I I I loot the body first, and then he's all yours very quickly. Yes. <laughs> Um, he's only he's worth three essence, but I believe you're already at your cap. I'm already at my cap. All right, and but I'm I taking can't... his clothes off as well. <clears throat> I can't throw him in a refrigerator, so. <laughs> so yeah, I I put a hand up as Fang approaches, and I, I strip so, so him I, down. So as he and... puts the hand up, I continue walking forward. Does Coronix tell me to stop? <laughs> Coronix will yeah will project to Fang. Wait. Fang. Then he stops. <laughs> so I strip him down, take all of his equipment, and I start changing into his clothes. And I look over at Ava. He saw our two special friends. Do you really want word of that getting out? I mean, four people that we were fighting also saw them. Yes, yeah, so we minimized the amount of people that got away. We couldn't do anything about him. As I'm casually putting on his clothes. <laughs> and, and you hear the sound of ripping flesh and bone. <laughs> I'm already back in the truck cab at this point. Uh, <clears throat> what kind of, was it a pistol clip or was it revolver ammunition? It was a regular <clears throat> pistol, so it's not a revolver, it's just a magazine. So, so slug, uh, medi- it would be a probably medium slug or a light slug. Light slug. Light slugs. Are light for- slugs. That's what a pistol uses. Yep. Yep. Who all has a pistol? Mm. Me. Anybody Please. who wants one at this point, really. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna I am going to right now upgrade my weapons because my weapons are shit. Well there's a shotgun. <laughs> I have two and light revolvers and that's it. Well, I'm keeping the, the, the rifle and I'm taking a pistol. You got a long rifle and a pistol. Alright, and a shotgun. <laughs> I will add those to my character sheet. Because I'm not going to use. I mean, I'll not, take it. I, I guess. Say, give Give Ava the shotgun. I mean, yeah. if, yeah. No one wants, if no one wants the shotgun, I will eat it. No, <laughs> do not eat the shotgun. How much essence somebody. do you get from a shotgun? None. <laughs> but it's a nice palate cleanser. I'm sure somebody <laughs> will have a use for the shotgun. Like, Just, I'll like take the shotgun part. if it's offered. Just don't like nod on it like a bone, and then accidentally talent hits the trigger, and you blow out the top of your skull. So it's a. Uh, it would t- take a lot more than that. <laughs> it's a typical double-barreled shotgun, and the guy had six extra slugs on him. Yeah. And he didn't get to fire, so there's still two slugs in the chambers. <laughs> no, he didn't. He got et. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, Coronix will just climb back into the shipping crate and sit down near the back and he pulls out a crystal. I should point out that you didn't actually over. get the location of the Junker's hideout from him. You, you killed him before he told you. 
Oops, oh well. <laughs> yeah. I I'm actually... I paused and waited to see if anybody else had any input on potential questions. <laughs> I, I, um... I did not think of that. That is... Yeah, I'm sniffing feeling. out the location of the guy that ran away, actually. Uh, in this city where there's not a whole lot of atmosphere, the trail's going cold quick. Yeah, but well, like, also, he was bleeding. Are, yeah, bleeding profusely, because I shot one in the arm with hollow points. One of them got gashed by like, him. The one that got by sliced by, the one that got sliced by Kornix probably isn't bleeding, but the one yeah. that got shot is. I mean, if you're tracking him down, you'll eventually find him, but you're going to be heading into more populated areas doing that. Yeah, let's not do that. I mean, I'm following the blood trail right now. <laughs> I <laughs> look back at Coronix. If if he's yeah, no, I'll I'll call Fang back. All right. Fang, prey is elsewhere. I'll stop for a minute. I really want to follow that blood trail. <clears throat> Well, I'll one turn, of us turned back follow. and turned back and trot. How back hungry does truck. Fang feel right now? I am full. Okay. So. I one of us can follow and the other one can drive truck. So <laughs> one of us can follow on foot this place to follow this blood trail on foot because it's going to follow since he's bleeding heavy. Um. That and if he's I mean, running back to that hideout, then. Not that I can tell you guys this, but Cornex can turn invisible. And I Not can... Not that you would know that either. No, I, I mean, well, actually, depends, but... Um, Wait, can I? I don't yeah, think you're... I've yet. I don't you think I've... You're a Nerezim. No, you should have it I know. No, that was that was the one thing that kind of bummed me out. It's like, no, I have to like get like three or four levels before I even qualify no. to be able to do the innate cloak thing. That... It was like, yeah, no, I thought I was going to be able to do that out of the game. That's but... something that humans can do automatically if they're silent. I know, right? If they're a well, ghost. If, you, if you've got a ghost suit, yeah, you need a yeah. suit to it. I don't even need tech, but I do have to level up a bit before. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Never mind. I know. So if somebody else wants to drive, I can try to follow this. Do we think he's headed for where we want to go, or just random junker hideout underscore zero one? If if you were the bottom rung and Fine, you're I'll drive. Jack, would you run? Run? Where would you run? Yeah, closest it, safe house. <laughs> yeah, either he's either running to the hangar or he's running to more junkers. That's true. Or Somebody somewhere that he determined if, to be safe. This needs to be quick because if we catch him before he gets there, we have someone else we can question that knows where it is that will actually lead us to it. <clears throat> exactly. Let's do it. <clears throat> All right. So, yeah. Uh, I hop in the I'll, back. If I'll, the intention is suddenly to start tracking, I'm going to get back out again. <laughs> well, well, you don't dang. understand what we're saying. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, you have no reason know, to know, know anything yeah. other you're than you're getting back off. in the truck. Yeah, no. Yeah. Cornix is calling you back into the to one the of you two has to drive. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Ava, see if I can volunteered. Like how the tracking and killing machine is being left in the truck. <laughs> because, because, yes, because, because you don't get a say in any of this, you cannot communicate. I know, I know. Civilization. <laughs> Also, because that whole sentence is tracking and killing, not I mean, and interrogating. Yes, it's like a bloodhound, just with more <laughs> teeth. <laughs> oh shit! I should be dealing more damage with my powers. I'm suddenly realizing. 
Hey. Well, you haven't <laughs> used any of your attacks, powers with my attacks, I should say. Oh. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna start following the blood trail. Of this guy. Uh, pistol. The the holster is undone, and I've reloaded. I've taken a little bit of the pistol. I, can I take three bullets from that clip, David? Do you care? Yeah, you can. All right. You can take. I don't know. He, it had one extra clip. So. Yeah. You can take the extra clip. I have a fair bit of pistol well, they, ammo. They, they, they each had one extra clip. So you've got enough, like, if you want each of you to take an extra clip. You can. Oh, yeah, then, yeah, I'll take an extra oh, clip. Oh, yeah, okay, if there's extra... Yes. Your side blade's base damage should be 17 for the current, um, for, like, second edition members. Okay, does that include the plus two that I get for the psi weapon origin? The, no, that is not. Okay. Your base damage should be uh, 17. If you have okay. a power rating increase, then that goes up. Okay. So it should be base is, or my basic is 19 then. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Ha, my base is still higher than yours for my fangs. Oh, yeah, no, I totally believe you. Not for my claws. Right. But I can charge with them. <clears throat> so. Um. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm back in the mostly torn apart cargo crate now. I'm chilling in the back with you. Yep. I'm driving. And Corinix Cor- is playing with his memory crystal. Are you leaving the back doors open? No. Okay. <clears throat> <laughs> Reach out, grab, <clears throat> click. Yep. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna follow the uh blood trail. Try to catch up to this guy. Split the party, split the party. Uh, And I'll have my communicator open, uh, telling you guys where I am. I mean, his injury was in his arm, so he's still running at full speed. Uh Yeah. And he's not trying to be slow and track someone, he's just sprinting. Which means he's also not trying to cover his trail. I I shot him with a hollow point in the arm, that pretty much... Out his arm, how much he's, blood he's is run. there? Yeah, he's gonna slow down eventually. Yeah, that depends. I'm on just saying, that I, what's up? That depends on whether or not he's taking a stim for it. Yeah, and <clears throat> I'm just yeah. asking how, like, blood on the <clears throat> pavement, pretty. Oh, no, he's doing nothing to cover his tracks, so yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so, I mean, I'm not going that slow. I'm just saying that you, you will probably, because you have to actually follow the blood trail, you'll probably not catch up to him but you will find where he's going. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, then I'll do that. Mm-hmm. Back at the truck, I, I I hop off the back, go back, go to one of the bodies, <clears throat> pick up a little scrap, and head back and toss it into Fang. <laughs> I munch on it. It's tendon. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Yeah, I'll be giving directions too, seeing so how I have a navigator. Okay. Um, so, are we takes, following it, him in the truck? Yeah. We're just the chilling. Truck the truck is truck, heading along. Currently. You, you don't necessarily know anything else. Sidewalks and stuff. <laughs> that was yes, me, the we're... player asking. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I figured you guys were following the directions I was giving, so I don't run off by myself. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I took it. Like, Ava is driving and she's <clears throat> following the directions cool. given. Okay, uh, I was trying to figure you. out what our plan was. It yeah, takes, I, it I, takes I, you I, a bit because you have to maneuver a truck around these areas when this guy is not running only along streets. Yeah, 
So, um, yeah, which is why we have one person who can figure out. Oh, just go around the block. Yeah, by being I can tell them which streets to follow. Yeah, but you do eventually make your way to the hideout that he ran to, which is a very large, um, two-story building. Uh, Sounds with like a hanger to me. With what appears to be a massive... Yes, there's a hanger door on one of the sides. Yeah, <clears> I'll, I'll... I'm assuming I get there quite a bit before then. I'll be like, hey, uh, I, think, I think he ran to the big base, where he just made our job a whole lot easier. Um, Wonderful. Uh, I mean, like, when there's a Zerg and a Protoss on the station, you want to tell your boss, right? Yeah, yeah, like, right away. Hey, we got <laughs> fucked up by some guys with a Zerg and a Protoss. Uh... <laughs> Those are going to protest who were working gonna, together to attack us. I'm gonna to which the boss us. probably says, pull the other one, it's got bells on. Yeah. yeah. That is the stupidest excuse you've come up with. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hide out across, across the way and just watch the place with my eyes. Has the truck come to a stop? Well... As I'm getting close, Ava will communicate with Oswald to make sure that they don't, like, go directly up. Yeah, park out in front. (laughs) No. Yeah. No parking out in front. Yeah, no, I don't. But we'll get close and then stop. We should walk from here. When the truck stops, I know it's opened the back doors. I, I... Slow okay. and quiet. I'm looking uh, for more ventilation shafts. Are there are there any more are there any more vents in this area? I mean there are, just like the ones that you can reach don't lead into this building. They don't? Alright. I'll try to lead you guys off the back alleys back around the way so that you guys can come up behind me and we can all be in the same area to watch this place. Okay. Dude, dude I shot in the back of the head didn't happen to have a hat, did he? I have a visor thing, if that changes this at all. I should have put my item descriptions in somewhere. Because of, <laughs> but I do have, like, an info visor thing. I'm looking more for something to cover my face a little bit more with. I mean, some <laughs> of the bodies had, like, cobbled together gas masks. Had, being the Imperative term. Did anybody get shot in the head? No, but anything I mean, that was left in the bodies the got one. eaten. Oh. <laughs> one of them did. It's true. <clears throat> anything that was left in the bodies too long is now inside Fang. So at whatever point somebody indicates that we're at the place and we need to start moving, yeah, <laughs> Cornix is not nearly as sneaky as he should be. Okay. Yay, stealthies! Meanwhile, Fang. Five. Fang does much better. Rolls an 18 on his stealth as he pads <clears throat> along behind Cornix. Why does it always seem like you are rolling these things? And I have advantage because Urban. Uh, because because the, the person that rolls is the API. Um, not actually any of us. We send we send a message to Roll Twenty's API, and it rolls the blocks. Um, so that's why you see that you see there's the uh, the col- the colons right above it that are in front of mm-hmm. nothing. 
Right. I'm gonna. Oh. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna stay. Fortunately, Elba is not trying to be at all in the front. I'm just well, hiding out across the street. So our our, our total. Our total amounts of stealth were 9, 18, 16, a critical 25, and then a critical 4. You averaged more successes than failures, so... Ava realizes that she was shot. (laughs) Ava's like, oh yeah. Ow. So I'll I'll keep watch back here and provide overwatch. Um, um, on the back side where we're at now are there any vents that lead into the hangar no but you have found the door eh good enough I, I start padding towards the door like if nobody else is moving I'm sneaking my way yeah Fang toward the door wait to leave the doors open Say or uh, need to give us uh, if the tokens have sight, you need to give us access to the tokens. Yeah. Um... We've entered into a pitch black room. It is exactly fifty feet by fifty feet. There are no doors, no windows, <laughs> no tables, only walls. How do you escape? I go through the wall. <laughs> Side blade. Right. Uh, I go in the way I go out the way I came in. <laughs> hey, look, I can see things. At least one of us can. Oh, yay. Stefan, direct us. <laughs> what, what corner? Ah, oh, there we go. Found it. Uh, so as you enter, you see <clears throat> a pair of guards who are currently looking into the base rather than out of it like they're distracted by something. Corinix still can't see anything. Oh, hey, I thought I said you was sight. Nope. Um, what you're actually saying is I see food. You should have sight. Hmm. It's still blank. You, uh, uh, you're in the upper upper right-hand corner? Yeah, but it's... Yeah, I see my token, and that's it. Um, does the token have sight checked? It does. Okay. I uncheck it and recheck it. Yep, nothing. Let me refresh. Refresh. Roll 20 is amazing! Has some issues. Um. Yeah, no. uh, I want to go... I want to run up and eat one of those guys. Uh, Oh, (laughs) Yep, still nothing. Uh, you can try uh, copying the token, putting a, putting another copy of the token down, get assigning it to him, making sure it has sight and everything, um, and seeing that may help. Can you um, see anything? Nope. Still just black. I don't Do know what see... is up with you specifically. Okay. Do you see this ping? I see the ping, yeah. Yeah. But you don't see... But, and you yeah, see no, your token, but you don't see anything else. Yep. Um, does the token bap, have... Bap, bap. 
Bop. Yeah, my token is moving around on this black field very nicely. Does the token have... Is the token emitting light, maybe? It's, nope. a, it's, it's hard to troubleshoot because I can't see the options. <laughs> uh, um, uh, there we I, go. Oh, whatever you did, it fixed it. Okay. Um, I'm just going to have you emit a 100 foot by 100 foot circle of light because apparently you're not seeing that everything is lit even though it all is. Okay. <clears throat> so, weird. With his 20 with, with his 25 stealth. Um I'm figuring and and, and correct me if if you want this be he is basically because he's dressed in the other guys clothes just walking up behind them acting like he's Carlos. All right. And oh. he walks right up here. Uh, does um, can I see through the door from where I'm at? No, it's shut. Okay, it's shut. They're looking through the shut door. They're they're they're. As you get closer, you can hear noises coming from within the from, okay. from the base, and that's what they seem to be listening to. <clears throat> and I'm and talking on their headsets, shooting this one in the back of the head. Okay, good, because I was charging the other one. Yeah, I was going to say, there was, Same. I think that there was no attempt, to, there was no stopping you, so... <laughs> Just get in there first. Yeah. I was trying to kill one of them, I at mean, least, so they can't... They're absolutely surprised, so you all get around. Okay. All right. Yay. Um, so, well, does a 25 hit? <clears throat> yes. I'm going to need get, help Do on I get this. my maximum overages? Yes, you do. So I do 26 damage penetration for rending two. So this pistol that I just picked up, since it's fast, I did. I don't have all the. Stats it has. It has a base of two. It has a base attacks of two, so you can take two shots with it. If okay. your agility is three or higher, yes. Um, for every three points of agility you have, you get another attack. So I get three attacks, which, which means, means you have a plus, plus eight in addition to your accuracy and your uh, ranged weapon skill. Okay. So plus eight, nine, ten. So plus oh, whoops, eleven. I rolled the wrong. I rolled the wrong attack. So I'm just gonna roll. Oh, were you trying to roll sideblade full? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So twenty nine. <laughs> Wait, that's wrong. Never mind. That's the wrong. I messed that up. <laughs> um, Fang and Stefan get full attack overages. Um. Ava also gets full attack overage. Okay. Um, so, um... The damage yeah, is right. I, okay. I, already, I already said mine was... I did 26 damage to this guy on this side. How does over... I, I'm still not entirely sure. Your I'm maximum sure. overage is... Your maximum overage is... Overage is equal to the stat that you use for the weapon. Melee okay. weapons use strength. Rage weapons use instinct. Yep. So what's your so instinct? My- Instinct is three, so... so you get three extra that... damage because you have beaten his defense by more than three. So 15, because <clears throat> the, the pistols are only 12. All right. 15 do I... to the head. Um, do I inflict a critical wound to this guy? Um, yes. Okay. How much damage does Ava do? Uh, 17. 17. Plus... Overage. 22. Yeah. 
And to which target are you attacking, Ava? Are you going to mercy kill the one that the Zerg went after? Uh, so I got his left arm. <clears throat> Ava's probably aiming for whatever one Fang's going after, because Fang's easier to shoot over than Stefan. Uh, the two of you together kill him. Okay. <laughs> Rip apart. There's the sound of flesh and bone being torn to sunder. And after a few seconds of Fang ripping, the guy isn't feeling it anymore because there's a bullet in his brain. <laughs> Mercy kill. I'm assuming yes. a 14 does not hit these guys. No, it does not. Okay. <laughs> Oswald, uh, what are you doing? Uh, I'll shoot at the guy with my sniper rifle. So the guy that's still there. Yeah. The not dead guy. Yeah, let me move out of your way. Oh, <laughs> you get full attack overage. He's probably dead. And uh, yeah, it actually it actually doubles if I don't move. Uh, so uh, damage is thirty eight. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, he's super dead. <laughs> bam! 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 <laughs> no, it's silenced. So it's just sorry, <laughs> sorry. Bam! Bam. Yeah, pretty much. More like because <laughs> it was a triple shot. Yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> well, so that you, was you. You drop you drop these two relatively quickly and quietly. You know they don't have they didn't have much of a chance to raise the alarm, which is why and... it's a little bit odd when you start hearing sirens. Woo woo. Um, are there... there? And then you start hearing a helicopter for some reason. Why is there a helicopter indoors? I don't know. And then old-fashioned automatic arms fire. Somebody else is in this building. And then a guitar riff kicks up. (laughs) Someone is playing indestructible over the speakers of this facility. (laughs) That's hilarious. And that's Um, what we're in for the night. (laughs) Alrighty. Uh, So yeah, this has been Task Force Echo. Uh, StarCraft RPG actual play. Uh, thank you all for joining us. We have been Final Show Films. We produce a wide variety of content every day of the week. You can check us out on our website at finalshowfilms.com. You can also check us out on our Patreon page at patreon.com slash fsfilms. If you'd like to support us financially, you can do so with a monthly payment on our Patreon page. And for that, we thank all of our patrons, especially our $25 supporters, Chris Comfort and Antitonic. Uh, or you can do it with a one-time donation on our website. You can also find our stuff at facebook.com slash finalshowfilms and at 411mania.com. Jeremy, please give us a spiel. 411mania.com we cover pretty much everything we cover not everything but everything entertainment and pop culture related we cover movies we cover television we cover a little bit of comic books music video games wrestling mma uh everything everything that a good geek would want to check out uh so come see us we have news we have opinions we have columns Rock. And we have podcasts. And we have podcasts. Uh, um, so yeah, thanks all for listening, and we'll see you all next time. Say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.